trades, trades that are happening in the NBA. This is the Passage Patrick podcast, where we're talking NBA, NFL, all of the above, sports news coming at you on a Wednesday, doing the podcast on a Wednesday today. Storylines are endless in sports. They're endless. Basketball, NFL. We got the Super Bowl this weekend. The Super Bowl has honestly taken a backseat to a lot of news in the past couple of weeks. I mean, you have the Brian Flores drama that's happening, uh, that whole situation. Uh, You have Tom Brady retiring. You got the NBA and the trade deadline at the same time as the uh, Super Bowl weekend. It's, it's, It's crazy how much stuff has happened when we think of Super Bowls. That's the biggest thing. But there are so many storylines, so many to get into. Flooded, flooded we are with amazing topics. They're gonna, we're going to start with the NBA today because the Pelicans are sending Josh Hart, a number of guys, to the Trailblazers for C.J. McCollum. It is happening, everyone. Dame Lillard, C.J. McCollum. It's over in Portland. Portland Trailblazers... The end of the road is here, and it's sad to say, but we all kind of saw this coming early on last year with Damian Lillard. Was he going to stay? Was he going to go? Saying he wanted to make it work in Portland. He has come out and said after this trade, he didn't think it was going to be this soon that this is happening uh, to CJ McCollum being traded, but this is the beginning of the end for the Portland Trailblazers uh, for the foreseeable future because... Portland's not a destination that's going to get a lot of free agents. I don't know exactly if Damian Lillard thinks that he should stick it out with Portland. I don't know why he would at this point. I really don't. The Portland Trailblazers are being pretty clear <laughs> in, in what their uh, intentions are. Um, they're not all in on you anymore, Dame. They're not. They're They're kind of being like, you know what? It's just not working. It's not going to work this year. It's not going to work next year. What are we doing? Let's get what we can. And they did it. They they sent C.J. McCollum out. You know, Dame's Batman, C.J. McCollum was Robin. They sent his Robin away. It's pretty lonely there in Portland now. I wonder if this is going through Dame's head. Because, you know, he had a chance to be more aggressive in getting himself out. You know, we, we don't know, of course, what would have happened. Both sides with, uh, apparently there was like talk of him going to Philly Sending him to Philly for Ben Simmons, multiple picks. I don't know if that was all a smoke screen, a smoke screen, excuse me, but honestly, I think that would have been the best thing. The best thing for both parties. Ben Simmons wants out of Philly. Dame wants a new scenario. Can you imagine Dame Lillard and Joel Embiid <laughs> running the pick and roll? They'd, they'd be insto- unstoppable. But the, but the bottom line is, it, it's time. You know, I know Damian Lillard saw Giannis Antetokounmpo win with the Bucks, the team that drafted him. He stayed when he could have left. I know he saw that. I know he wants it. Dame is the classic NBA player, the traditional NBA player of, you drafted me, you wanted me. I mean, the guy went to, like, Weber State, something like that, a school nobody ever heard of, you know? I mean, you know, they're a school, but it's not exactly Kentucky or Duke or Gonzaga. So he he went to this school, proved himself, and the Portland Trailblazers wanted him. That's the big thing. People passed on him. They wanted him. And he remembers that. 
And he is so loyal to Portland. But it's at that point where fans in the Portland Trailblazers, they're like, hey, Dame, it's okay. I, I genuinely believe that that is what's going through Portland management, Portland fans, teammates, the coach. It's okay, Dame. It's time. It's time. You, you can't make something work, you know, when you've been trying for 13 years to make it work. I don't know how long he's been there. He's been there a long time. It's just not in the cards to work. And whether he goes to the Lakers, to Philly, to New York somewhere, who knows. But he needs a change of scenery, and they need to start this rebuild. At this point, I 100% believe that Dame's not holding them back, but he's also not helping the situation right now. I think they would completely understand if Damian Lillard said to them, Hey, I'm not playing anymore. I'm holding out. I don't want to get hurt. I need you to trade me in the next 24 hours. I need you to trade me. Either that or we need to do something with the contract to give me get me out this next year. And they would. They have enough respect. They have enough respect for Dame. He could just easily say, I gave you. Look what I gave you. <laughs> Look what I've given you in the last, you know, 10 or so years of my career. 13 years, whatever. I've been nothing but loyal. I've said the right things. I'm a great player. It is time. And you can get a lot of picks and you can get some good players for me. You could get Ben Simmons. Because Ben Simmons is done with Philly. I don't know what... this. You know what? This is... Portland should be careful here. Because the NBA is a lot different than the NFL. It's hard to rebuild in the NFL. I mean, in the NBA, excuse me. NFL, I feel like it's a little easier to rebuild. I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals are in the Super Bowl... Last year, they had a losing record and on the brink of dysfunction for the last, you know, 10 years. Longer than that, maybe like 50, I don't know how long, maybe like 20 years they've been on the dysfunction train. But honestly, they've they've turned it around. Look at that. Zach Taylor, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, like that. And they're in the Super Bowl. Little harder in the NBA. Little harder. You have to have draft capital. And... As it sits right now, if Dame keeps sitting on the shelf there in Portland, he's losing time, they're losing time. It's the same thing as Ben Simmons in the in Philadelphia. Don't be Ben Simmons in Philadelphia or Philadelphia 76ers management. Move on. Like, that's what I want to tell the Philadelphia 76ers. Enough's enough. Move on from Ben Simmons. He's not coming back. He doesn't want to play there anymore. He's done. He has made it a abundantly clear that he is done that he's ready to move on he doesn't want anything to do with you you've called him out you've made it apparent that you (laughs) don't uh you know want him there the fans have ridiculed him the coaching staff his own teammates have ridiculed him everyone's you know saying ben simmons oh he's being a little you know punk he doesn't want to play what's wrong with him guys he's done He's done. He's just been more, you know, forward about it. Hey, I'm done. <laughs> Not playing for you. So, if you're the 76ers, you're being idiots. Why are you holding on to him? Trade him. Get something for him. He's never coming back. It's fine. It's over. Let it go. Try and go get Dame. You know, because the, the 76ers, they could make a run here in the East, but they need Dame. They need another guy. Ben Simmons is done. It's in the past. Move on. Trade him. 
okay? Get Dame and make a run in the East. Because I'll tell you right now, Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn doesn't look like the, the early on nets we saw, you know, middle of last year. They they were putting together something. I think only the big three stars there in Brooklyn have played 16 games together. That's it, where they've all played. And you got injuries. You got Now is the time, Philly. Energize your fan base. Go get Dame. Portland, don't look in the rearview mirror. Don't don't look in the past, okay? It's time to move on. Look forward. Be confident in your decision. That's how I see it with the whole Damian Lillard situation. <laughs> It'll be very interesting to see what happens at the NBA trade deadline. You know, we we talked a little bit about it early on. It, this is an exciting time in the NBA. Exciting time. Because this is when you can re-energize uh, your fan base, your culture, and your team. And that's important because with the play-in tournament, with a tight... the All the teams are very tight in the West right now. I mean, the Lakers are still in the mix. And I don't even know how the Lakers are in the mix. And that's what we're going to talk about next. Because we need to talk about the dysfunction there in L.A. You want to talk about dysfunction, that ain't working. <laughs> we're going to talk about how... Portland needs to let go of the past. Yeah, the Lakers need to let go of the past, the, you know, immediate past, the recent past. They need to get that out of town because that ain't working. Russell Westbrook, it ain't gonna work. It's over. I watched some shots, you know, the other night in the Bucks game. He's terrible. It's terrible. There's no, there's no other word to say it. He's, he's bad right now. <laughs> I mean, we can... We can Step around and say, oh, it's this, it's this, it's it. No, Russell Westbrook is, is playing bad right now. It, it, it's time. It's time to move move on from him. Obviously, there were a lot of mistakes made with this deal in the first place. Whether it was LeBron-centric, if he wanted him, you know, only if it was Rob Palinka, Jeannie Buss, you know, AD, if there was so much input to get him, whoever made this mistake, it's fine. It's time to move on, regroup. You can still make a run this year, I believe. Now, there, there's been talk Houston would take him back if, you know, Lakers threw in a pick. I don't know about that. I want to hold out and see if I can get another deal. It's not working in LA. And if you keep Russell Westbrook, your season's over. It's not going to work this year. And you're just going to have to make some tougher decisions in the offseason. But the Lakers are almost stuck right now. Because who's going to take Russell Westbrook? I mean, unless you're a team that's like, hey, I want to sell tickets. I want to get some excitement going in the arena. I'm just going to sell tickets with this move. Then then it would work. I could see that working. But as a contender, nobody's going to take him. Nobody. I mean, good God, if you look at the stat line for Russell Westbrook, it's not pretty over the last, you know shoot all the games this year <laughs> and you know now there's there's headlines that he's laying into Lakers head coach Frank Vogel after he's being benched because Frank Vogel respect to Frank Vogel that guy you know he's been on the hot seat and honestly I, I don't understand why you'd fire him oh I get it this is the NBA you can't fire the player you know you can you can trade him and if you want to really get off of it, you can trade him to Houston, get John Wall, send another pick, let him sit. Let John Wall sit. He's not going to play. You know, I, I don't believe in firing Frank Vogel because what he, he's trying to win. That's all he's trying to do. He's just trying to win. He's trying to put a team together to make a run. 
you know, a run at this. And honestly, people are sitting here blaming Frank Vogel. You need pieces to win. You need pieces to put together that great defense. <laughs> you know, I don't know who's to blame here. Okay, but now you got Russell Westbrook saying, I've earned the right to close games for the Lakers. You haven't earned anything. All right, like, this is a what have you done for me lately kind of league. And what he's done lately is nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing for the Lakers. Okay, yeah, I, I have a couple, you know, triple doubles this season. A few, you know, I think he's had more than a couple. But, he, you know, that you can't... <laughs> You can't use the triple-double excuse, because when you're putting up as many turnovers as he has, I mean, it, it, it's sad, too, because, you know, he's 3 of 11 versus Milwaukee, everyone. At 10 points, what is that out of 26 minutes? The last game before that, New York Knicks, he's 1 of 10. Okay, Clippers, he was 7 of 18. Portland, 3 of 12. I could go on and on. January 21st at Orlando, he was 8-17 and 17 with 35 minutes. What is that? Yeah, I'm getting a triple-double, but I'm going to turn it over seven times and not hit the clutch shots late in game. And you wonder why Frank Vogel is benching you. I mean, come on, man. There's, you've been on four different teams in the last four years. You don't think there's a pattern here? It blows my mind that Russell Westbrook still thinks that he's the elite all-star and the star that, you know, he thinks he is. And he's not. So now there's drama because he's gone off on Russ, on uh, Frank Vogel, excuse me. He He's turning on the Lakers as we speak. And what's going to be even more awkward, I believe, is if LeBron did recruit him. If, if LeBron did say, hey, come to the Lakers, you can be that third superstar, we can win a championship. You know, if he built Russ's ego up at all, Russ is going to start looking at him and being like, wait a minute, you're not backing me up? Frankie V, he's, uh, yeah, he's benching me, man. He's he's benching me. You're not, you're not going to say anything? You know, so it's either you're with him or you're against him, I believe. If you're with him, you're going to support him and you're going to say, hey, you know what, you, you should not be benching him. And then your season's over. If you... Make You need to make a move now, okay? If you're thinking of making a move, make a move. Get him out of here. Trade him back to Houston. Do something. Because as of right now, he's just causing drama in the locker room. I don't care what anyone says, there's drama there. And the, the, so much drama. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, honestly, the NBA has been a roller coaster this year. It's just... You know, the Nets were the favorites. The Lakers were the favorites early on. And it's just, you know, it's been up and down. And, you know, there's sources saying that the Lakers feel urgency to make changes as the trade deadline nears. 100% you should feel that urgency. You should be ultra aggressive, just like some of the teams in the NFL are. You know? So, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I think... Russell Westbrook's time in LA is coming to an end. It's okay. He can go somewhere else. He can sell tickets. He can still do that. But LeBron's the guy who makes things work, right? He makes his teammates better. And it's kind of weird to see that it's not working this year. And I think that is just contributed to the kind of player Russell Westbrook is. He's hard to play with. KD in his prime played with him. Couldn't win. He had to get out. Went to Golden State. 
I can't win with this guy. He's running down the court, turning it over seven times. Nobody's seeing it. All they're seeing is triple doubles. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to make of it. All, all I know is you got to move on. You got to move on. It's okay. Just admit you move on. Just admit it's time to move on. And Lakers fans want to change too. Lakers fans don't want this. You know? They don't want any of this. And it's a weird position for the Lakers too because they don't have an immediate first round pick until 2027. So this is kind of just a difficult situation. It was a mistake. It's time to admit your mistakes and move on. So NFL Super Bowl. It's coming weekend, Sunday. So much drama with everything else. The Brian Flores lawsuit. Be interesting to see what happens there. You know, Lovey Smith was hired as the Texans head coach. Uh, Mike McDaniels, Miami, uh, a lot of head coaches. Dennis Allen comes in for the Saints. He knows the culture there. He's going to be their head coach. A lot of coaching moves. How I feel about them all, I think they're they're good hires. Doug Peterson to Jacksonville, I think that's a good move. I really do. I, I think that'll be good for Trevor Lawrence. Doug Peterson, if they need to lock him up for the next six years, just say, Trevor, this is your guy. They got to try and salvage uh, Trevor Lawrence's career here. Because so far it trended downward as the season went on. And it needs to start trending up slowly. Because Trevor Lawrence is a like ultra amazing talent. And I just don't want to see his talent wasted there in Jacksonville. So, all in all, I think there's some good hires. Uh, it, it's a tough situation in the NFL right now. I'm not going to touch on it too much um but a lot of lot of drama going on right now in the in the nfl a lot of stuff happening so the the super bowl though that's one of the things i want to talk about because it's super bowl week and you know tom brady came out and said <laughs> to just to add on to this drama tom brady came out and said never say never who knows how i'll feel in six months this may be the quickest out of retirement we've ever seen i knew it was going to be hard for brady but I didn't realize he was going to say this like a week after announcing his retirement. I had no idea about that. <laughs> but he said it, no doubt. So he thinks that, you know, he may feel a different way in six months. But all in all, the the Super Bowl is this coming weekend. I honestly feel a little bad for Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow. Because this is a big weekend for them. I feel a little bad because, you know, all of a sudden... All, there's all these storylines coming out, and I feel like it's kind of taken away from the Super Bowl. I can't wait to watch the Super Bowl. All right, we're going to talk a little bit about it because I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about it. The Rams have a lot of pressure on them. We're going to touch on the Rams first. Let's just break down some of the main stars for the Rams. Okay, they got Aaron Donald, just amazing. Pro Bowls. One of the top guys in rushing the passer. Okay, they went and got Jalen Ramsey, one of the best corners in the NFL. All right, they got went out and they took a risk and got Von Miller. They got Von Miller, one of the best rushers in the NFL. They they got guys all along that defense. All right, that's just on the defensive side. And they they went out and they were ultra aggressive and got Von Miller. They're like, this is our year. They traded all their picks, almost all their picks. <laughs> We're going to go to the offensive side now. They got <laughs> Matthew Stafford, who honestly is, he wants that chip. He wants that Super Bowl. A great quarterback to lead them. They went, went ultra aggressive with that. Okay. Then they, they go out and they get OBJ. 
and they, you know, signed him. They didn't have to give up anything for him, thankfully, but they signed him. He's a big star, big name. <laughs> they have they have Tyler Higby. I don't know if he's going to be able to play uh, the Super Bowl this weekend, but he's a star. They have a good O-line, one of the better O-lines in the league. And then they have the the best receiver this year. Uh, one of the greatest receiving years of all time, Cooper Cup. Those stars right there. A lot of good role players, too. They got the most pressure on them. They do. They're going to go into that Super Bowl with a lot of pressure. Everyone that's saying, no, you know, they're they're just going to roll over the Bengals. This is going to be an easy game. I'm not so sure about that. I'm not. I think the Bengals are playing with house money this coming Sunday. You got a lot riding on this. And then, you know, I even forgot to mention, they got Sean McVay, the the coach that took them to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. So he's a great coach. Do I think Sean McVay can press at times? You know, yes. Uh, during the 49ers game, he made a couple questionable challenges. You know, he kind of sacrificed some of his timeouts. I wasn't a fan of that. But all in all, I think the Bengals have way less pressure on them. That's the Rams. I think the Rams have a solid team with an inspiring story of getting Matthew Stafford his ring. I think that's what they'll kind of rally behind. And OBJ has had a resurgence in his career, and I'm nothing but happy for him there in L.A. He, he's happy. He seems like he loves that place way more than Cleveland. I don't blame him. That's Cleveland. <laughs> I don't think he really wanted to go to Cleveland in the first place. Even made a joke, well, you got any places out here to eat in Cleveland? <laughs> so... That's the Rams, anyway. Like, I, I I do believe the Rams have more pressure on them because these stars, they've gone their careers without winning a Super Bowl, and it's time. And I also forgot to mention they got Cam Akers, who's all of a sudden just back after we thought a season-ending uh, injury. So that's the Rams. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the Bengals because the Bengals got Joe Mixon, T. Higgins. <laughs> they got Jamar Chase. You know, it's hard to believe Jamar Chase is a rookie. He's having one of the best rookie years that I've seen. And then they got Joe Burrow. The defense is okay. The defense is a solid defense. This team is playing with house money. Joe Burrow, I don't think, feels pressure. They call him Joe Cool. I don't think he feels pressure right now. He's been in this situation. He's a national championship winner. He's the Heisman. He's played on the one of the biggest stages, the national championship in sports. Okay, that, that's right up there. <laughs> that that game when you're playing Alabama, you're playing Georgia, you're playing Clemson, like he played. That that is a lot of pressure. All right, they got him. You know, and Joe Mixon can run the ball. They got a great tight end. I think he wants to play Uzmaza. I think ah, can't pronounce his name right, but. You know, sorry if I can't pronounce his name right, but you know they got a great tight end, and I, I think he's going to play this weekend. But I believe one hundred percent the Bengals are going to make this a very close game for Matthew Stafford in the Rams. I do, because I I've been doing predictions all year long. I'm going to give the edge to the Rams, but it's going to be a close game. Some people are saying it's going to be a blowout. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think the Rams will dominate the first quarter. I do. I think the Rams will put up about 14 points. I think the Bengals will put up three, kind of like they did against the Chiefs. Start out slow. 
And then when they get to the third quarter, I think that's when it all changes. I think that's when it flips. <laughs> and I think the Bengals come out roaring and put up 14 points and go up 17-14. You know, in the third quarter. Then uh, the fourth quarter kind of tightens up a little bit. I think the Bengals, you know, the, the Rams come back. They'll tie it up with three. I think it'll be 17-17, come down to that fourth quarter. And I think Matthew Stafford, I think that defense will, you know, size up the Bengals and make a stop. And I think Matthew Stafford will be able to lead the Rams down there, get a score, and win the game. Uh, that That's what I have happening. Okay? I think it'll be 24-17. Rams win the Super Bowl. I think it'll be closer than people think. I don't think the Rams are going to blow out the Bengals. The Bengals are one of the top teams. I mean, they, they, they the Bengals are one of those teams you get down, you think, oh, we can beat them. <laughs> Their spirit is destroyed, and then they're like, nah, I'm getting back up. I can take a few more punches. Joe Burrow does that. I think Joe Burrow is the most inspiring to his teammates you can get. He took nine sacks versus that Tennessee team. And what did he do? He got up and said, eh, hit me again. Okay, they hit him again. He got up, hit me again. Yeah, that was a good one, hit me again. I mean, he did. He made the throws. And I think when you see that, whether it's defense, offense, it's like, okay, we got this. And that is very dangerous. That is a very dangerous thing. And I I think the Rams realize that too. Even if they get pressure on Joe Burrow, I don't think it matters. <laughs> I really don't. I, I've been impressed with the coaching, too, by Zach Taylor. You know, this season with the Bengals, he's made good adjustments in these games. The Chiefs game, his defense came up with a stop there before the half. That shifted the momentum in that game, and that led to the Super Bowl. Right there, that moment, that moment, excuse me, shifted the momentum in that game. I love the Bengals in this game. I do. I never count out the Bengals. I think the Rams have the slight edge because I think those players will be playing hard uh, for Matthew Stafford. Both these teams have different motivation as to why they want to win the Super Bowl. I think the Rams have a lot of veterans who are like, it's time to win the Super Bowl. We need our ring. Matthew Stafford needs this ring. We're going to play hard for him. I think the Bengals, they're just a cocky young team. And I think they want to win it, and they want to prove they have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. It's so hard to make predictions for the Super Bowl. I'm going with just a gut feeling the Rams are going to win. But Joe Burrow ain't going to make it easy, and I think Joe Burrow is going to get back to the Super Bowl and win it if he doesn't win it this year. (laughs) I mean, gosh, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait. I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I know a lot of people would have liked to seen the Rams and Chiefs. You know, I think for ratings, that might have been a little more exciting. But Joe Burrow and this team, they're exciting in their, you know, in their own way. And I think Cincinnati's even more of a football town than a Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Los Angeles. I think the fans in L.A., I think they love the Rams. I think they're excited to have them back. But there's a lot to do in L.A. There's the Lakers. There's the Dodgers. There's the Angels. There's the Beaches. There's the 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 hiking there's you know movies it's production it's big time i i do believe 100% cincinnati has more of a football grit fan base mainly because they play in one of the toughest divisions uh in the afc uh, steelers ravens browns these are teams that play in the cold weather and they're not afraid to get dirty and so uh, both teams have just different mindsets coming in and 
gosh, it would be really cool to see OBJ like, get a ring, though. I mean, I, I, I would love that. Because OBJ is one of those players. He went to Cleveland. I, it just didn't work with Baker Mayfield. It just didn't. A lot of people want to blame Baker. They want to blame OBJ. I don't blame either guy. I believe it was just a bad mix. Bad mixture. And so, 100%, going to be a great Super Bowl. I need some food. Halftime show will be good. Can't wait to watch it. And if Tom Brady comes out of retirement in six months, uh, that's a whole other storyline to talk about. And I can't wait to talk about that if that happens. I knew it was going to be hard for Brady. I knew it would be. I didn't think he was going to come out this soon and say, "Eh, you know, we'll see what happens. Never say never. I didn't think that. Man, he spent, you know, one week with his family and he's like, you know what? They actually don't need me as much as I thought they did. Huh. I knew it was going to be hard because you walk away when you're at the top of that game. You're at the top of your game. You're playing. There's no downfall at all. <laughs> you know, I, I I think he could make a comeback. I, I'm going to give it about a, a 6% chance. I'm going to give it a little higher than average. I'm not going to go 5. I'm going to give it a 6. It's going to be really hard for Tom Brady to hang it up. Hey guys, we we had a great podcast today. Enjoyed talking to you. Um, honestly, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Commanders, what they're going to do at QB. I'm not sure. Russell Wilson, maybe a trade could happen for him. I think that's one of the best options for us. You need to pursue that. Be very interesting to see what they do at the quarterback position. It is not Tyler Heineke that will be starting games for us next year. Be interesting to see. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the podcast today. This has been Pastor Patrick. Uh, follow me on all my social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You know, leave a review. Hit the subscribe button. All right, guys. Been fun talking to you. Have a good one. <laughs>